Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Uh, welcome along. This is the first of a few pre-recorded episodes we're going to be doing uh, over the summer holiday period while we are away uh, resetting our demons, hopefully in the sunshine. And what we're going to do is each episode we're taking a, a topic, a thing, and we're just going to see where it goes. And I've nominated this one, Sam. Mm. And this episode is all about throwing. Throwing, yeah. Uh, which I think is something that we've all done a lot of since our childhood. Um, when you talk about throwing, in my mind, there's nothing negative. There's all positives. And, I, you know, of course, yeah. I could be disproven. Someone, I'm sure, could come up with a way in which throwing can be awful. Well, actually, mm. it's all very well for someone in your position of privilege to say that throwing is all fun and games but in actual fact there's so several million people a year die of throwing well mm. i'm sure that's true but for me i can only talk about my own story and throwing has played just a positive part in my life throwing i, I guess people probably do die of having things thrown at them or from being thrown off things like for example um, we might cover this in more detail. I might just cover it now. Mm. Where uh, Alf Roberts gets thrown off that multi-story car park get and get car, caught yeah. by Michael mm. Caine. That's very reminiscent I'd, of um, very reminiscent of historical person of interest Felix Dennis's murder lie. Yeah, he he was I, that a lie. I think I think. Well, <laughs> we don't know, but he he. I think he got it from watching Get Carter. Because he, mm. he said he threw someone off a mountain on a cliff, I think. That's right, yeah. Not a car park. So he changed it sufficiently to disguise the fact that he'd just got it off of watching Get Carter. I don't know if that counts as a... Well, not the, the Get Carter one, I don't know if it counts as a throw because he kind of just shove. lifts him over the edge and then pushes him, he tips him over on It's a throw and shove. It's a um, sh- th- Shoving could, could easily be another episode um, mm. that we could do. Shoving I'm less keen on. Whether I I've been shoved many times, and I have also shoved. I've been both shover and shovey, and, and neither neither experience was pleasant. I never feel good about myself for shoving someone, and I certainly don't feel good about being shoved. So let's put yeah. shoving to one side for now and focus on the throwing. Well, yeah, your, uh, Andy, let me that. ask you: What was your earliest memories of throwing? Well, I, I, the reason I've brought it up is that I, I think that I might be one of Britain's most underrated unsung throwers. throwers you reckon I think possibly going back to childhood because when we were at school this isn't my first example of throwing but this is one example yeah. we were at school and we we used to do track and field we'd do some running round and round and round the track we'd have we had javelins we had the discus we had the shot puts did all of that uh, and there was one occasion when uh, we were doing the discus and I picked up the discus did the right manoeuvre you know right the way around and then 
spun the thing off into the air got the angle just right did you ever used to play Daley Thompson's decathlon yeah where you just smash the buttons um, yeah for, for the running but then when you're throwing stuff you've got to get your angle just right somewhere yeah. between 35 and 45 degrees is the sweet spot and I did that with this discus this time and it went whew, right off into the distance couldn't believe I'd done it and then what we all had to do after we'd all thrown our discuses we all had to go and stand next to the ones that we'd thrown and pick them up obviously so the teacher could see where you'd thrown your discus to stand next to it and I went to this one this had gone the furthest and I was a, I was a weedy kid Sam mm. a weedy weedy kid and I'd thrown this discus the furthest and I went and stood next to it and everybody just went fuck off that's mm. not yours you never threw that one Yeah. fuck off that's someone else's and I'm like lads I did it this is my discus and I'm yeah. standing next to it and I'm, I'm not giving it up and in the end nobody else came and claimed it so by yeah. default by process of elimination it that was, was my throw. discus it was your disc that was my greatest throwing event I, got, I, don't, I don't like to ask this question but I have to in case listeners are thinking it uh, and I know you'll all, right. I'll answer honestly was it a fluke oh completely so completely. you never repeated that no, I had no mm. skill or talent for the discus whatsoever. Mm. Most of my throws were probably like about 15 feet. But this was just a super throw. It was it, it was as if God had just put his hands on my shoulders and just went, now is your time to just throw this, my child. Just this once, young Here, Master just, Dawson. You're going to feel what it's like mm, to, to win. be It's Dilly funny, if you're, if you're not a sporting champ, which I wasn't either by any means, you all have your moment. Not, not I mean, maybe not everyone does. But... You know, there's always there's always your moment where you just get that taste of victory yeah. that is unfamiliar. And I often wonder what it's like for the kid. I mean, loads of my mates were very... Like, all of my best mates, really, were, like, the best at uh, several different sports, right? Mm. And so, even outside of school... We'd, we'd always be playing sport, but I would always be like, just acknowledged as like probably the least or amongst the least talented, right? Yeah. Um, but once in a while, you score the hat trick. Once in a while, you throw yeah. the discus further. Yeah. Once in a while, you just have an extra bit of pep and you run the fastest. And it's so mm. sweet. And I sometimes mm. wonder whether victories for some of my pals, the sports billies of these worlds, as mm-hmm. I call them, right? Um, was ever a sweet I'm not well, sure it this was is it. you find yourself doing something you, 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 then you find yourself talking about it 35 years later yeah they. but actually they do because I, I still see some of my mates and God. they will still like there's a mate you've met my mate in Manchester Lawrence you must have met him a couple yeah. of times he's come to the yeah. show he was a classic sport Billy right and because <laughs> about two or three other lads who we hung around with were also like in the sort of creme de la creme of the school because I suppose because not all my mates stayed in London I'm kind of often the nexus so I'll see him in Manchester and uh, he'll say how's everyone doing and I'll see a lot I'll go oh I saw so and so the other day and they'll often just go oh yeah does he still remember when I uh, beat when he was uh, you know two sets up in that tournament and I ended up beating him 3-2 Right in nineteen <laughs> in nineteen eighty nine, and I go I don't know to be honest I didn't ask. Him. He goes, well if you see him again, fucking remind him of that. He'll know. He'll remember. Or it'll be some random pool game that happened in the in, in the mid nineties in Brighton, yeah. right in a pub, and he'll go, 
remind him of that. He'll know what I'm talking mm. about. And the funny thing is, the yes. other geezer would remember. But <laughs> that's different because those guys, the, the, the sports billies, right? They, I'm not sure whether for them there's as much joy because they have immensely competitive mindsets. So mm. for me, I, I'm on the sporting field, in the sporting arena, I'm not, I lack a competitive edge, right? I'm a bit like, ah, oh, well, never mind. <laughs> Right, I'm too, yeah, I'll give just up a bit easy. Of fun, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, that's my attitude. I'll be like, oh well, never mind. I fucked it up, <laughs> right? And I'll just be like, oh well, because it's, it's the taking part that counts, isn't it? Right. Whereas these guys are just like, even if you're playing a game of fucking tiddlywinks, right? It'll mm. be like my life, the future of my world depends on winning this, yeah, right? And therefore, even though they remember it years later, it's always more in terms of. I won, I got one over on the opposition. Whereas if I think of my scant list of small sporting victories or moments of glory, for me, it's nothing to do with, yeah, I got one over on someone. It's just this feeling of sheer euphoria comes back to me, where I think, for yeah. that moment, I, Sam Delaney, I was Daley Thompson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was Fatima that's, Whitbread. Yeah? That's that's how I feel about the discus incident. Yeah, you, but the you, thing is, you it's were Fatima Whitbread. Because I, I wasn't believed. Yeah, I that's was called out as being a liar. I was called as being a discus fraud, which I wasn't. I was, you know, uh, eventually being called a fraud is one of the worst experiences. That happened to me at school. I probably told you it was a horrible teacher who teaches drama. Is it throwing related? No, I better not mention that's it. That's fine. That's, that's not No, problem. I just wrote an essay once for drama, not for English, but for drama. And the teacher who I had an agenda against me, Andy, she didn't like me. Right. And in front of the whole class, she got this essay out. She went, I want to read you all a particular essay that was submitted by a student this week that I found very, how should we put it, interesting. I'm going to read a bit of it now. So she starts to read out the essay, and it's mine. And I thought, oh, good, she's reading that much. She's going to tell everyone what a good job I I did. I get a prize. Now, it being drama, we hadn't often been called upon to write. Most of all, most of the time, you just go in and they ask you to muck about, right? <laughs> um, but we had to write something about the play that we were doing or whatever. And uh, she was like, now, I think this is a very well-written essay, I must say. And I find it very unlikely that it was actually written by the student who submitted it. Put your hand up if you submitted this essay. I put my hand up. You know it's yeah. me, miss. Yeah, who wrote this for you? I went, I wrote it myself. She went, I don't believe you, frankly. There are words that have been used in this essay that I've never heard you use before, right? And that, she was a snob. So because I was a, a little bit of a fucking toe rag jack the lad right and so she just heard me talking with my mate tried to show off and be funny all the time she didn't know that i knew a few fucking long words because i'd read a few books in my time and she humiliated me in front of the whole class by claiming that i'd had an adult write it for me yeah and i've really been so angry and humiliated i mean what a to... yeah do you know how i resolved it i fucking power well i sort of power played i went i tell you what all I, I saw her afterwards and I said all I can say to you is this if you think that I genuinely ripped this off or got something to do it for me then I suppose you'll have to not mark it and maybe punish me and that's fine but before you do so I would ask you to go and see my English teacher show it to her 
and ask her whether she thinks that I wrote it or not. Yeah. And she went, "All right, I will." And fucking well then. did, and because I was fucking <laughs> smashing out these fancy essays left, right, and centre in English, right? Yeah. But she thought because I didn't talk the way that I wrote. Do you know what I mean? There yeah. was no way yeah. I could have conjured up. But let's be honest, you, when you're writing something, especially in those days, you don't fucking use the same words that you use in an essay. I'm not saying moreover to any cunt, am I? No, not often. I'm not going over saying moreover. I chuck moreover into my essays when I was at school all the time, mate. Because yes, teachers like that sort of bullshit. Place, yeah. yeah, I'm not going around saying it to the lads in the playground. I would have kicked my head in, and rightly so. Fucking Verily and Forsooth and all, all that. bollocks. I can fucking write it down. It's all a fucking game, isn't it? I learn it, I write it down, you get a good mark. If you say it, someone, <laughs> someone's, if you say it, someone's going to kick you in the bollocks. I had a good word on BBC Two the other night. Always say I'm not going to say it in the programme, yeah. but I put it in an essay. Hold up, hold up, mum. I've got to write that down. you got a pen? I'll write it here on the back of this lottery ticket. What did he say again? <laughs> yeah, I like that one. Derelict, was it? <laughs> Derelict, I'll use that. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, Der- so I remember it by thinking it sounds like, De- it sounds a bit like Derek, so I'll think of Derek Jameson and then that'll remind me of the word when I'm in when I'm in my exam. I'll think of Derek, De- Derek Jameson, then I'll think of his teeth and then obviously I'll remember Derelict. <laughs> do they mean us? They surely do. <laughs> <laughs> of course we've covered before he took over from Terry Wogan on Radio 2 Breakfast yeah fucking when Wogan retired for the first time so give it weird. a go Jameson what? who should we get Derek Jameson probably what? <laughs> so, good morning everyone yeah he's got a lovely voice for radio really soothing and silky perfect <laughs> first for the thing radio in the morning. to our, our listeners <laughs> wow I wonder, I'm going to look on YouTube see if I can hear any of that uh, oh, I think there's so some of it on. It's yeah. never nice to be accused of cheating. It's a, it's a terrible well, feeling. Jalapeño. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to yeah. bring something like this to life. And yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend <laughs> that I don't right Hold now. it in. Hold and our current faves. In. Luffy must have his due. <laughs> Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. Oof. I remember, what was that? <laughs> say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Jalapeño. Similar happened to me. Maths. Maths lesson. After the lesson one day, a teacher kept me behind and he says, this homework you've done, 10 questions I gave you. He says, yeah. He says, you got them all right. Oh, yeah. Well done. He says, but there's not a lot in the way of workings out that I would expect to see. Oh, yeah. 
he said there, have you got the uh, the copy of the textbook that's got the answers in the back? Because there's a different copy. There's the one you get and there's a, the teacher's copy. He says, no, 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 I ain't got an answer book, no. He says, all right, well, I'll tell you what. Um, I'll, here's 10 questions for you to do now, sat here in front of me, mm. out of the book. And, um, you know, because I'm not sure whether you've got this answer book or not. I says, I ain't got the answer book. Sat there, did the 10 questions, got them all right. 10 out of 10. Oh. So that was it. Allegation withdrawn. Crushed. You um, got anything to say to me, sir? No. Yeah. Anything well else for go? Anything else beyond well yeah. done? No? Okay. No. Then you just go like this. Okay. Nothing else to say. Interesting. I'll, what do you I'll mean by that, enjoy. Dawson? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Very interesting. I'll go and enjoy what's left of playtime. Uh, <laughs> you've denied me while I've done these. I mean, I did have the answer book. But... um <laughs> You just remembered. I just, I just, I was just good at maths as well. Were you? Yeah. I wasn't very me good da- at maths. Me, I got, me, I got a C. Mate, me dad's mate had give us the answer book. Yeah, I got a C in the end as well because it all got into like algebra and fucking, yeah. you know, letters. I got as well I, as numbers. I, I wasn't I, in it for the letters. I got a C, and I was as ex- I was as delighted with the C as I was mm. with like an A in English because I was not good at maths so to me and they entered you into different exams do you remember that they yeah. go like you can go yeah. into higher different where you can levels. get an a b or c or you can go into intermediate you get c d or e or you can get into foundation where the highest you get was a d well i needed five c's to do my a levels right so i said to the yeah. geezer listen mate you can put me in foundation if you want but i'm not turning up because the best I can get is a D, and that's of no use to me whatsoever. I'm better off putting my time aside to revise the subjects that I can get a C in. And on that basis, I told him, I'm not turning up, mate. And in fact, I'm not even going to come to any more maths lessons between now and the exam. And he he bought it, right? He bought my... It was like a, it was a big gamble I made by saying that. And he went, all right, fair enough, I'll stick you in intermediate. But you know, getting a C is like the top mark. And gets it to take a lot of effort. Yeah, and I fucking pulled it off, and I'm because I I'm not a good math, I'm not a talented mathematician. So, going back to what we said about sport, sometimes just doing quite well in something you're shit at feels better than doing very well in something you've got a natural talent for. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I just remembered basketball. I was pretty good at basketball as well, Mm. which was weird because, as I said, I was a weedy kid, Mm. and I was probably the smallest in the class. But yeah, I had this power to propel the ball <laughs> into the basket. Just, just, just the accuracy. You know, yeah. you know there's that square yeah. behind the basket, and you've got to hit you've it on the hand angle to of the square. You've got hand to eye. You're a decent ball in. player, aren't you? You've got hand to eye. Yeah. Something going on. So there's that. Are you are you good at like lobbing stuff into a space, like lobbing stuff into an open bin yeah, from I'm a distance? Decent. I do a lot. You good of that. at that? I'm I'm, still, yeah. I'm really into that still now. With, I'm um, really good with at Len. that. I enjoy. I, I like thrive on that. I, I look out day. for opportunities to do that. If you're on a pebble beach, one of the best things you can do. I mean, it's not ideal being on a pebble beach. Obviously, it can be a bit annoying. But if you are on one, the one thing that makes it all right is you just put a you sit down. Sometimes I build a little chair for myself out of pebbles. Like, I sort of dig a pit for my ass, right? Wow. Yeah. And, like, a backrest bit. And then I... Fucking hell. Just fucking yeah. chuck it. And then I start to commentate. Chucking them in. I start to commentate like it's being right. televised on Eurosport. Are you, are you alone when you're doing this? Are your family with you? So, I've done it on my own. I remember once yeah. on a holiday in Suffolk, I did it on my own for about two hours. Um, but nice. nowadays, I do it a huge amount with my son. 
we we get a mat. Last summer we had a whole tournament that last two summer we had different size buckets around the garden, different distances yeah. away, and each bucket was a different size and a different distance, and you got a different point depending on where. And we had a, a number of tennis balls, and you and you got different points depending on where you what bucket you got it into and we carried the yeah. points through the summer good I love games like that they, yeah, they, made you just develop games. them you develop the rules yeah my mate William Gallagher who remains the cheekiest boy I have ever known right cheeky William he was he was my best mate really at school I had two best mates and yeah, he was one of them and he was probably my mate looking back I never see him anymore but looking back I think the reason he was my mate is that he was so cheeky like his cheek would stop at nothing and it was so funny and he had various uh, nicknames for himself Andy (laughs) self-appointed one of of them but he was so cheeky his cheek was so enchanting that no one questioned his nicknames you just went along Mm. with it and (laughs) he started off calling himself Wilbur Skilber right because in those days we were all talking about skills all the time weren't we right he's really skillful or sometimes I don't know if it's happening something but if you just did something good you'd go skills skill Skill. it was skill singular with us yeah skill yeah Yeah. so he called himself Wilbur Skilber and Mm. then one day that morphed into and bear in mind we were about like nine Wilbur Skilber on the pilber which I was thinking about the other day and I was thinking that's so funny that we had a nickname which was based on being on the contraceptive pill but we would have found that so funny and he would have made out for himself and he did this voice what he'd do was he had this thing that then we all got into where he'd run his finger along the top of his teeth to make his gum line dry so he's his lip would stick up on his gun. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's unshady now, but hopefully listen. And he'd do a voice, right? The vo- we got it off of. We had this other mate called Simon, and he had a dad who was eccentric. And I've, t- I've definitely talked about this on an old podcast. When anyone went round there for dinner, the dad would adopt a, ca- a like a comic character whose name was Georgie, <laughs> who was George called Georgie, and Georgie would have his lip Fucking up hell. high on his gun. Yeah. And, like, he'd walk into the room, and if he saw that Simon had mates around, he'd immediately put his lip onto his gum. And if they asked him anything, right, like, his, say if his wife said, oh, are you having, are you staying for dinner, Ray? He'd go, Georgie says, what's for dinner? And you'd have to talk <laughs> via Georgie. Oh, it's sausage and beans. Georgie says, that sounds very nice, thank you. Right? So we were so entertained by this that we all started talking like Georgie at school, particularly Cheeky yeah. William. And Cheeky William would go around with his lip up doing the Georgie voice saying, and he'd like walk in, he'd do the proper all right cunts. He'd walk into the playground or the classroom and go, here he is, Wilbur Skilber on the pilba. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he was so funny. And he was, uh, and it, anyway, yeah, he, um, he was the, I think he was the, he had the furthest throw. And another lad, big lad, Michael Courtney, mm. who was from Africa, um, he he had the highest throw. He could throw it like onto the yeah. roof of the old of what we called the old building. Right. Uh, he could throw it right onto the roof, whereas William could throw it the length of the playground. And mm. those were that was the currency, wasn't it? Throwing height and it. throwing length. 
tennis balls mainly. Getting back to pebbles. <clears throat> are you good at skimming stones? Yeah, I am actually. That is one yeah. thing that I'm good at. Yeah, I'm pretty good as well. Mm. Um, I can get. I can't remember. I, ru- I my my record is in double double digits. But if I went ooh. on holiday tomorrow and started, <clears> I <I'll>, you know <throat> I'd do it, and I might have four or five goes trying to show off to the kids, and I might get maybe three four bounces. That'd be my best one. But if I did it every day on holiday and I had access to a wealth of good skimmers because that's really you're only as good as your stone aren't you um, that's the thing you've got to, you've got to find yeah and sometimes you'll be on a beach and the pebbles will all be quite round yeah. and fat and they're no good really although you can actually skim anything <clears throat> you can get a bounce out of anything end of the day Andy it's just much easier if you've got something that's flatter and a bit lighter stones are just right aren't they I've just, I'm looking on BBC Scotland website because there was a brilliant documentary a couple of years ago called Sink or Skim and it's the uh-huh. World Stone the World Stone Skimming Championship what was it on, on BBC? it was on BBC Scotland right and it's not on iPlayer at the minute unfortunately because it's great oh yeah I'd love to um, watch that I wonder if it's I wonder if it's on YouTube um, and it's it's on this tiny island and it's they're really competitive Sink I bet or Skim please be there I wonder what the record ever is for bounces. Uh, there's just a trailer and some clips for it. That's no good to us. I want I want facts. I want facts. Come on, BBC, open up the archive, please. Don't just put these things on for a year, then remove them. Give us it. Ah, uh, yeah, it's not there. It's not on YouTube by the looks of things. That's a shame. It'll come back. They might repeat it again. Maybe when it's time for this year's Stone Skimming Championship, they might put it on again. Uh, poo sticks. That's poo sticks still do a bit of that. Kind of throwing. Yeah, I it's still do that. There's a, there's a little bridge um, near where I live with a stream, and uh, me and Len will still sometimes go there and have a cheeky game of poo sticks when we're bored. Yeah. I used to say, I'm sure I used to talk about it on the pod back then. I go, do you want to go down the stream and do some chucking? We'd call it chucking, yeah. and we'd and they'd go yeah, and because we got bored of poo sticks, so what we did was. We dared each other to see who could, who had the balls to throw the biggest thing into the stream. So it would start small, like someone would throw a stone, then someone would throw mm. a stick, and then it would escalate. And there was it, like these logs from where some trees had been chopped down. Right. And then that one, I'd go get ready to run, and I'd pick up a big fucking log, run with it above my head, chuck it into the stream cause a big splash and then I'd just say run <laughs> and run away before any before a grown up came. before a grown up intervened <laughs> yeah. the so that came. was good fun that's more like that's not distance throwing chucking's sort of different it's just like let's just chuck something into that it's the spectacular of it isn't it it's the spectacular yeah. and the, and the yeah. yeah it's uh, I mean it's maybe boy I play, play darts regularly Dart, darts is my favourite sport these days yeah. that's Which that's all about throwing. the throwing yeah. it's throwing it's disgraceful that it's not in the Olympics when you think that they've got things like archery and, if you like, shooting that are in the Olympics, which Snobbery, is just propelling stuff, and they well, won't have darts in shooting there. Shooting is the biggest joke because there is, like, barely... I mean, what you... You know, there's got to be an athletic element to it. I'm not saying there's not skill involved in shooting, but let's be honest, Andy, all you do is move your finger, like, an inch mm. to shoot something. So, yeah, by all means, have shooting tournaments, but there's no place in it for the Olympics. 
Um, whereas darts, there's there's something a lot more physical. It takes real physical dexterity, like an athleticism, to be able to throw a dart with accuracy, which I don't believe is the same in shooting a gun. That's like getting I a mean, machine to do yeah. that. You know what guns were invented for? People who are too lazy or weak to throw. It's a machine. It's, it's like a microwave is to a chef. Dart is incredible. When you think about it, these fellas are like eight feet away from this dartboard, and it's up, I don't know how many, couple of metres up from the floor, and they're throwing into these tiny little spaces on the board with accuracy. It's incredible. Has anyone ever sort of posited the idea of extreme darts just for a bit of fun, where they changed it from eight feet to like 16 feet to see who could win then? Don't know. Don't think just that's been done. Charity or something. Barry Hearn could don't, say I it. I don't up. think anyone's tried that. I'm thinking of trying to get closer because I'm shit. Oh yeah. I'm thinking of starting to throw from maybe th- six feet like I used to when I was a kid. Lower the board down. Well, I think that we've we've shone a light on the uh, the brighter side of of throwing. Yeah. Over the last half an hour, I think um, I think we've done some good work. So we'll be back with another so uh, singular here's topic to throwing. episode. Here's, here's to thro- throwing. Let's hear it for throwing. This has Let's, been issued by the British Throwing Board. Let's raise a glass to throwing and then throw the glass into the fireplace. Oh, we could have covered throwing crockery into a fireplace at a, a Greek restaurant, but we didn't. Maybe right. we'll come back and do more throwing. Oh, no, I know, I feel like there's legs throwing in Throwing part two. The throwing odyssey. It could be. <laughs> right, OK, we'll be back with another uh, single issue episode. <laughs> Uh, in a few days' time. Thanks for listening, and goodbye, and good throwing. Goodbye. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.